Welcome to the Canicuck Institute podcast, where we continue to equip leaders with biblical skills for a lifetime of ministry. Welcome to the Canicuck Institute podcast. You've got Keith Chancy here in the podcast room. And I'm going to tell you what, we have a great blessing today having Pat Zugerin in the house with us. And I'm going to tell you, Pat is a guy that has He's probably one of the smartest guys I've ever known. You know, he he runs a ministry called Evidence and Answers, and he is just one of those guys that uh, is amazing, uh, not just of his smarts, but just how wise he is. And and Pat, welcome to the studio audience today. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. It's always great to be here in Canacook. It's a little bit colder than Hawaii, but uh, it's always great to be here. Yeah, it gets a little colder than Hawaii and a little bit hotter than Hawaii. Well, Pat, you know, you, you've, uh, you've been coming here, I think, for 15 years to the Institute. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, you, we've come through COVID. We've come through some really difficult times. And a lot of people out there in the world today, they're going, man, I'm afraid. I'm scared. Mm-hmm. You know, Pat, what would you say to our audience out there today that they're, they're struggling with fear or the fear of death? You got anything you want to share with them today? Yeah, um, good. I'm glad you're afraid of death. <laughs> you know, it's the number one fear in every person. Mm. And it's the greatest driving force uh, for every individual. You know, if you look at a person and he really thinks about death, uh, they're afraid of it. Mm. If someone looks at you and says, oh, I'm not afraid of death, you know, he's lying. Yeah. Everyone's afraid of death. My wife works in a hospital and she's seeing patients uh, near the end of the line and they're afraid. Mm-hmm. And so it's the greatest driving force. We do everything we can to mm-hmm. distract ourselves from it, keep us busy, uh, not to think about it. You know, in Asia, they visit the family grave every day. Ah. Here in America, you know, if people go once a year, once every five years, mm-hmm. that's a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, we do everything we can to avoid it. Uh, but it comes upon all of us and it's the greatest fear of every person, the Mm. greatest driving force. Mm. You know, Pat, as you have seen that, and I've seen so many people, there's just such a fear of death. You know, so we've kind of moved to a different direction of the quest of immortality. Yeah. We're all on a quest for immortality. And a great book on it, I just spoke to the author, Clay Jones, his book, Immortal. Mm. Great book. And he talks about, you know, two ways we try to achieve immortality. Mm -hmm. One way, physically, you know, cryogenics, you know, mm-hmm. kind of freezing our bodies. Uh, and hopefully, you know, in a few uh, decades or a hundred years, you know, we can get out of that deep sleep. And uh, by then we'll have conquered the aging gene and all of that. Uh, another one is transhumanism, mm. the cyborg, mm-hmm. you know, now with uh, uh, microchip technology, mm-hmm. put that in here, make you Google smart. You know, the uh, biotechnology make you Superman strong, but also they think, you know, through all of that, we can create this immortal cyborg, Mm. you know, uh, also through passing on your genes Mm -hmm. to the next generation. So those are physical ways people try to be immortal. And then there's uh, symbolic ways people try to be immortal, you know, do something great And get your name in, in the Hall of Fame of, of some sort. Music Hall of Fame, Sports Hall of Fame, Football Hall of Fame, whatever. Or build a monument yeah. to yourself. Some great building with your name on it mm-hmm. or something to make yourself immortal. And those are all futile quests. You know, mm-hmm. they're all unsuccessful, unsatisfying, uh, failed quests for immortality. But everyone's in a quest 
for immortality. Hmm. Boy, you know, it seems like as you say that, I just, I kind of become disheartened because if that's yeah. what we seek and that's what we want to prove ourselves that we, we accomplished on this earth, it seems so futile in the sense of there's only one way to know that, and that's through Jesus Christ alone. Yeah, he alone conquered sin and death. Mm. That's why Paul in 1 Corinthians 15, you know, can say, where, O death, is your sting? Right. You know, where is your victory? Well, the victory belongs to Christ Mm. who conquered sin and death, and it's through Christ and knowing, Mm. you know, that he died and rose again. And this is a real event. It's not a myth or something we have to just take by blind faith. It's a real historic event. That fear of death, the victory that death had over all of us is gone. And it's only true uh, for the Christian faith mm. because Christ is the only one who prophesied and accomplished his own resurrection from mm. the dead. No other person uh, in the history of the world uh, or even in mythology that I know of, you know, has conquered yeah. the great enemy of death. Mm. You know, Pat, I was listening to you today. You were teaching our students up here at the Institute, and you just kind of gave some valid uh, uh, reasons to believe that Jesus is the Savior. Could you kind of go through a couple of those that you don't mind just sharing with the audience today? Just, you know, how do we know that Jesus Christ was Lord? Yeah, well, we have an accurate historical record of Christ Mm. in the New Testament, especially the Gospels. We have hundreds of archaeological discoveries that confirm people, places, and events of the Gospels. We have non-Christian writings, Tacitus, Mm. uh, Pliny the Younger, uh, Josephus, the Talmud, that confirm things about Christ and the events of the New Testament. Uh, So that's how we know we've got a very accurate historical record. It's written in the lifetime of the eyewitnesses, there, right there in Mm -hmm. Israel, who could verify the written account is true or mm. false. You know, I gave an example. If I wrote a biography of Kennedy, and, well, I'll give you a better one. I just saw the premiere of the movie Reagan. Yeah. You know, um, produced by Mark Joseph, a friend of ours. And he had to be meticulous in all the details he talked about Reagan, from the conversations he had and everything. Because when he showed the movie, there are people that knew Reagan. Right. You know, 40 years later. And who could say, no, that conversation didn't happen or that's false. I mean, man, he had to be meticulous, especially people that didn't like Reagan. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, how much more the Gospels? You know, when these guys are circulating something about Jesus, Mm -hmm. saying he's a miracle working Messiah who died and his grave was empty, and it's circulating in Israel amongst the enemies of Christ Mm -hmm. who want to extinguish Christianity. Because if Christianity is true, if Jesus, you know, if what he taught is true, Judaism is coming to an end. Mm. That religious system is coming to an end. What a great threat he was. They want to stomp it out, discredit it any way they can, and they could not. So we've got an accurate historical record of Christ who lived a miraculous life Mm. and who prophesied and accomplished his own resurrection from the dead. Unbelievable. The evidence for the resurrection uh, has never been beat. You know, mm-hmm. I've seen it debated, seen it argued. And uh, the more and more I listen, the more, you know, uh, compelling the case mm-hmm. becomes for the resurrection. So his miracles, his resurrection, uh, all, you know, the impact that he has had, the miracles he did over every realm of creation demonstrate he is who he said he was, mm. the divine son of God. Mm. Pat, wow. You know, I, I love to just hear the reasons that I need to believe that Jesus is who he says he was. 
You know, and I love that, how you just broke that down for us. Thank you. You know, as I understand who Christ is, and I understand that through Christ, I don't have to fear. You know, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, mm-hmm. love, and a sound mind. But there seems to be such a fascination in today's world for hell. Right. Yeah. You know, a lot of people talking about that, and they, I don't, I don't know what it is, but there just is a fascination. Could you talk to us a little bit about that? Because it seems like Jesus really talked about this. Yeah, he talked more about hell than heaven. Hmm. You know, we got a lot of books on people that went to heaven mm-hmm. for ninety minutes, ten minutes, whatever. But we also have books on people that died and went to hell. You know, and I really question those accounts. They seem uh, to deviate from what the Bible teaches. But a lot of people have an objection Mm -hmm. to Christianity. And one of the major objections I run into again and again and again is the doctrine of hell. Mm -hmm. You know, how can a loving God torture people in hell for Mm -hmm. all eternity? Why would God people, uh, why would God make people just to put them in hell Mm -hmm. forever and ever Mm -hmm. and ever? That's been a major stumbling block. Uh, you know, a guy I can think of is Darwin. Yeah. Darwin, you know, one of the things that turned him away from God, he said, uh, was the doctrine of hell. And he said, why would anyone believe this? And Jesus is probably the uh, uh, worst of all teachers because mm-hmm. he's the guy that promoted it the most. And so, uh, yeah, a lot of people object uh, to Christianity because of the doctrine mm-hmm. of hell, but a lot of it is because of a misunderstanding of what hell is and, and a misunderstanding of the necessity and need uh, for hell. Mm. Well, you know, um, with that, you know, when people talk about hell and they say, I want to party with the devil mm-hmm. and they don't fear it at all. They think it's going to be this place of pleasure or whatever, <laughs> yeah. you know, hedonism uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. You know, where do you think that comes from, Pat? Yeah, I think it's just a, a, you know, trying to paint a nice picture of hell so that they don't have to be afraid of this place. Mm. But, you know, um, hell is, you know, that's one of the big misconceptions in there that Satan is ruling yes. in hell there with his minions yes. and having a good time. Well, Satan isn't ruling in hell. Mm. He's going to be the most tormented, mm. uh, the being that is the most suffering, the most there in hell mm. uh, and so will his uh, demonic horde so it's not a place where he's going right. to be partying you know and hell basically is a place separate from god mm. you know if you don't want to be with god in this life he's not going to force you to be with mm-hmm. him forever he respects your decision and allows you to be separated from him and so there is a place where you know all your selfish desires mm-hmm. and you know what you wanted personally for yourself is going to be fulfilled and it's not going to be a um, happy place separated from God and all the love and joy Mm -hmm. that eternal life was ever meant to be is lost and you're separated uh, forever. So really, it's not going to be, you know, that happy party place. Mm -hmm. You know, Pat, I can't tell you how much I appreciate you just kind of breaking some things down for us today because, you know, the misconception of hell you know, people begin to think, you know, I really am going to go party. It's going to be not that bad of a place. And uh, it's a it's a place where, you know, maybe it's not as happy as God, but God doesn't really understand my partying habits, you know. And yeah. I go, man, we've just really lost sight. The devil has really caused a blindness. Yeah. And I really appreciate you today just kind of sharing with us, you know, why we need to understand God, who he is, that he is the son of God, that he did die on the cross for our sins, that he did raise from the grave 
that we do have a God that did uh, that we do celebrate a resurrected Christ. And as we mm-hmm. come close to Easter, we want to celebrate that even more than we've ever have, and that hell is a real place, and that all these things that we uh, are struggling with, you know, of, of fear of death, we don't have to really fear because in in Christ we have a an eternal perspective of one day being with Him in heaven. Pat, what would be your closing moments today you'd like to share with your audience? Yeah, you know, the gift of eternal life is not relevant just for the grave. Mm. You know, oh, at the end of my life, that's when it's really relevant. No, a wise saying uh, given to me by a wise man, he said, if you have hope for the future, you have power to live in the present. Mm. You know, and that's so true. Uh, If you have hope in the future, uh, not only your future here, but for all eternity, that this earth is not all that there is, that... uh, Ultimately, there will be justice. Mm -hmm. Evil will be destroyed. I will see my loved ones again. We're going to have a great reunion there with the Lord. When you have that kind of hope, gives you uh, power for the present. Mm -hmm. And that's the greatness of the message of Christ, a message of hope that can never end, never be taken away, uh, never be destroyed. And Mm -hmm. that's the power of the gospel message Mm -hmm. of Christ. That is a great Mm -hmm. uh, last word for us today. Hey, if you're out there in the listening audience today and you have been encouraged today, I hope that you have because we have a mighty God and he did raise from the grave and he is the one that we celebrate. His name is Jesus and he was the son of God and he was the one that prophesied and the one that fulfilled prophecies and we just celebrate a risen God. And so guys, thank you all for listening to our podcast. We want to say thank you to Pat Zucran for being here and pray for his ministry and uh, that guys, if there's anything you guys you know need answered, you know to go to Evidence and Answers because uh, you can go to that website and you can get some great answers to questions that you're, you're needing answered. So thank you, Pat, and thank you, audience. We sure appreciate you guys, and hope you have the best day ever. And may God bless. Bye now. <laughs>